Hey church, I'm standing in one of my favorite places here on Near Island, just across the channel from Kodiak Island. It's the float plane dock. You know, this is a place that I come for some quiet time, for reflect, just walk along the beach, come out here on the dock with the dogs, sometimes late at night, um, just to get alone, just to check out the beautiful surrounding nature, right? And one of my favorite things, something I've always dreamed of, is actually flying out on one of these float planes to take couples or men um, out to the mountains, out to the remote places of Alaska. Funny enough, I used to research um, and read pilot's logs back when I was at Duke Energy in Houston, Texas on my lunch break. And I would read about pilots that would fly all over the country. Uh, but I would zero in on specifically on the ones right here in Alaska. These guys are warming up. They're getting ready to go. Um, and so this morning, today, we'll be kicking off a brand new series called Known. We're talking about knowing God, walking with God, and being known by God and I know I know it's it's such a strange time right we're right in the middle of a trial uh, some people call it a tribulation a testing of our faith we just finished a series called faith over fear and I thought it was it was time as we're getting good news potentially of our country opening back up potentially vac uh, vaccines or cures being found treatments and testing being released I figured it's time to kind of move one step further into what we've been talking about. As we live this life of faith, we take, we take one next step at a time. And I don't know where you are today. I don't know if you're a brand new Christian, just accepted um, Christ as your Savior and Lord. I don't know if you're a mature Christian, someone that's known uh, our Father God for your whole life, or if you're still kicking the tires. But each of us, I believe, God is calling us to take a step closer towards Him. To say, I don't want you just to know of me. I want you to know me. And I want to know you. So that's what our new series is all about. I'm so thankful you've joined us. If you're watching on Facebook or on Church Online, I'm so grateful that you're here. There's an area where you can request prayer at any time. You can also chat with, with friends and family or maybe even strangers. Introduce yourself right there on the chat panel on Church Online or in the Facebook comments. Say, hey, this is my name. Here's where I'm watching from. I'm so thankful that you guys are consistently joining us as we worship and dive into God's Word. So this morning, 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 12 is where we'll be. Turn in your Bible app on your phone. I prefer the YouVersion Bible app. It's actually got scripture right there at your fingertips, as well as reading plans. Um, and from what I understand, Leslie's, our, own, our very own Leslie Leyland Fields released her new book, Your Story Matters. And she's got a YouVersion Bible reading plan that goes along with that. It'll, it'll be released soon. We'll let you know. We'll put it out there once we get it. So 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 12 we're essentially talking about knowing God and we have a connection with God and this scripture starts to get us insight to give us insight on how exactly that works the God of the universe created us he knows us he is with us 
And as some of you know, He knows everything about you. He knows the good stuff. He knows the bad stuff. Like He knows all of us and always has. But here's the good news. He loves us anyway. Amen? Like that is something that we can stop and just reflect on. How much God loves us. He loves us in spite of our faults. He loves us in spite of our doubts. He loves us in spite of our ugly moments. He loves us just the same even in our best moments. He is consistent. His love is consistent. So 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 12, let's read. But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Talking about God's love, right? It's one of those deep things. It continues, For who among men knows the thoughts of man except his own spirit within? So too, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So we're talking about knowing God and Him knowing us. And it's pointing us right to how this works. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. God knows who you are. He sees you. He sees everything about you. He understands your thoughts, your doubts, and He loves you anyway. That's the good news today. The question is this, and this is what this whole series is about. Are you in a place where you just know of God? Are you in a place where you know God? There's a huge difference. Like, and let me try to explain it for a moment. I started talking about the seaplanes just behind me, right? The float planes, single engine. Um, I, I know a little bit about airplanes. I've always wanted to, to maybe be a pilot. And I told Myra, I made a deal with her that I'd never buy a new car. She could have whatever car she wanted, but I would never buy a new car. But later in life, I would, I would trade in all those chips of not buying a new car for myself and eventually get to the point where I can get an airplane. That's a dream of mine. It still is. But the difference of knowing of flying, of knowing, you know, basically of knowing about airplanes, single engines, twin engines, some of the instrumentation panel, and, and knowing flying, someone who is a pilot who lives this day after day, it was kind of fun. We watched the Coast Guard C-130s, the Hercs, fly around Kodiak Island yesterday. It was making its pattern. And we know several of our friends fly those here. I was thinking of Matt Zibler yesterday who gets to, to step in the cockpit every now and then. Matt showed us the heads-up display uh, as Paul Beam and I sat in the front, front chairs one day as Matt gave us a tour and we got to see what it felt like to be a pilot. But that's knowing of. That's, that's not knowing. I don't know what it's like to be a pilot. Do you see the difference? But I know pilots. I know a little bit about airplanes. But there's a huge difference. That's what we're talking about today. Do you just know of God? Or do you have a relationship with Him? Are you daily in His Word? Do you give Him your thoughts your fears, your thankfulness, 
your gratefulness? Do you give them all of yourself? And are you walking deeply with Him more and more each day? It's not about perfection. It's about direction. It's just about knowing God. One of the things I like to always challenge those in our church with is, is let's get to know those around us. There's three questions that are really simple questions. It's who are you? Where are you? And how can I help you take your next step? Like, if we really are Christ followers and we truly do believe what He's called us to do for those of us who accepted this path, are we growing in Him? Do we know God's heart? And do we see that and live it out in the people around us on this island? God has called us to love Him and love others. That's His heart. And I believe the more we spend time with Him, the more we understand that He has us on this mission together. Do you know of God? Or are you known by God? There's three ways to think about this. Even, even in our own community, there's, there's three, I'd say three areas that we could be with our relationship with God and even our relationship with others. There's the crowd. There's all of us kind of bunched together. I believe at any given time, there's eight to 10,000 people in Kodiak Island, sometimes more. That's the crowd. It's all of us. We can't possibly know everyone in the crowd, right? Then there's the community. There's those of us that are connected together, that are checking in on one another, that like, oh, I know, I know them. I know their family. And then there's the core, the crowd, the community, and the core. The core is where I'd like to spend a little bit of time today. The core is, is that small group of people that loves you no matter what, that loves the good, the bad, and then the ugly about you, right? I usually like to say it's two or three friends that you can share anything with and that they can share anything with you in confidence. And you can pray for one another. You can have each other's backs and you can encourage each other. You can call each other out when, when need be, right? Sometimes we all need a little kick in the rear to say, hey, God loves you and He wants better for you. Do we know of God or are we known by God? It's the same principles with God. Do we just distantly know of Him? Or are we more in that core where, where I'm walking with Him, where you're walking with Him, where you're in prayer, you're in His Word, you're encouraged, you're joyful, and even in moments where you're angry and fearful and doubtful that you go to Him and you just say, I need you right now. Like, I need to know that you're in this. That's the core. The crowd is distant. The community is connected. And the core is an intimate, caregiving relationship. It's not about religion, guys. I've said it so many times, right? What we're doing as Christ followers on this earth, we're not trying to share religion with others. We're trying to share a relationship with, the, with Jesus Christ. Job 28 through 24, he's talking about how God knows us. Let me just share some of these scriptures with you. 
Job 28 through 24. For he looks to the ends of the earth and he sees everything under the heavens. God sees everything. 1 John 3, 19 through 20 says, By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. It talks a little bit about those moments where your emotions get the best of you, when your heart gets the best of you. And God knows those moments too. He knows everything. And this last one, 1 Corinthians 8, 1, 2, 3 says, We know that all of us possesses knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. That's, I'm kind of talking about the difference between religion and relationship here. That last scripture, Paul's trying to give us a hint towards, guys, it's not about trying to be perfect. It's just about following Christ and trusting in Him. It's not about having all the knowledge we could possibly have in the Bible and following all the rules and regulations. It's not about any of that. It's about sharing the love and good news of Christ with those who need it. Knowledge puffs up, right? But you know what wisdom is? Wisdom is different than knowledge. Wisdom is knowledge put into action. That's what God's calling us to do. He said, get my word in your heart. Spend time with me. And then go out and love. Like, go out and be the hands and feet of Christ. Right now, in the midst of this trial that we're facing, He's given us plenty of opportunity to love our community, to love our neighbors, to love one another. In Corinthians 8.3, Paul doesn't simply relate to loving God to knowing as we ought to know. He says, but if anyone loves God, he is known by God. He is known by God. That's what this whole sermon is about. Loving God and being known by Him. Not just knowing of God, right? Not knowing of a distant God, some creator of the universe. It's, it's more personal than that. Galatians 4.9 gives us a little better idea of what Paul's trying to say. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn your back again to the weak and the worthless principles of this world? He's trying to say, guys, don't give in to where you came from. Don't give in to those emotions, those thoughts, those feelings. Don't give in to all that we see happening in our world. Don't give in to the news media, right? That's a whole other topic. Give in to God, His love. Give in to His plan that He has for you. And trust what He's trying to do. Deeper than knowing God is being known by God. And Scripture is very clear about how that works. It's His loving God, spending time with Him and His Word. It's how we are known by God. What defines us as Christians is not that we have come to know God, 
but that he took note of us and made us his own. We are children of God. We are living on mission. We are the church, right? The church isn't a building. We'll keep saying it until we're back in. The church is you and me. The church is all those who say, I want to follow Christ. I believe that he died for my sin. Father, send me on a mission bigger than myself. Thank you for inviting me into this. It's not about knowledge, guys. It's about relationship. I hope one day that I'll be able to get in the cockpit of one of these amphibious airplanes and take off and get to see Alaska from a new perspective, to get to know these lands from a, from a very different height, right? In the same way, I think God is trying to appeal to us today in the middle of this trial. He's trying to say, guys, I'm trying to help get rid of all those distractions. I'm trying to let you see, let us see who we are when it's just us and Him. And if you're like me at times, what you see is scary. What you see is not encouraging in your own heart. But that's because the emotions of our heart can lead us astray. I hope that you're growing past that. That each of us has been able to take the next step and say, Okay, God, like I'm a mess. I need you. I have failed so many times, but I need you. And I'm so thankful that we have his word and we have one another. As we wrap up, I just want you to think about this today. It's more than knowledge about God that we're being called to. He's calling each of us to a relationship. For those of you that have not made that decision to step into a relationship with Christ, to proclaim that you're a Christian, and to be baptized, let me invite you into that. Let me just invite you now to to pray through that and to say, you know what, I'm in. I want to take this next step. We'll say a prayer and close out here in a moment. But if that's you, please reach out. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Send me an email. Call me. Um, I think most of you have my number. But just reach out to someone in the church. Reach out um, to me. I would love to just talk with you for a moment. Love you guys. I miss you. Let's pray. Father, we stand before you today. I'm so thankful for this beautiful day. I'm thankful to be in an incredible place to read your word, God, to go deeper, to take a next step with you. Father, I thank you that you're calling us to be the church. In Jesus' name, I ask that you clearly give each one of us a next step. Show us one or two people in our community that we can encourage and come around. Father, let us see this new mission that you are calling us to. The field is ripe for harvest, but the workers are often few. Father, I, I ask that you wrap your arms around every person in our church and every person in our community and just clearly invite them and call them into this mission with you. Father, let each of us know you more. For those of you for, that haven't decided to follow Christ, I just want to pray this with you. Dear, dear Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. 
I am so done with doing life my way and I want to do it your way. Thank you for saving me. Forgive me of my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's all. I don't know if it's week four or week five away from our church gathering on Sundays, but I'm so thankful to have these moments with you. I'm so thankful to just spend time in God's Word encouraging you. If you need anything, if you need just to talk with someone, or if you need help financially, just trying to keep the utilities on, or, or buy groceries, please reach out and let us know. There's so many even here on our island that are hurting. I'm so thankful for you again that have volunteered to help us love others in our community through delivering groceries and just being available to pray. And we'll transition now to a moment. I just want to encourage you guys, thank you in advance. Thank you for continuing to send your tithes and offerings to the church through online, through writing a check and mailing. Thank you. It's encouraging to see the church being the church, even without a building, right? It feels like the early days of Christianity. We are here to love one another. I'm so thankful for your obedience and worshiping through tithes and offerings. Continue to do that as we continue to reach out and love our community and love one another. Thank you for being on mission with us. We are the church. God bless. Have a great week.